Hey, I'm Monique. And I'm Sierra. And you're listening to Hoochin' and Hollerin', a podcast where we do our favorite things, drink and talk. This week, we are discussing to all the boys I've loved before. How cute. So cute. We love a teen rom-com. So adorable. I'm so um, happy. Yes, it, it was good. I was, I was happy to... Um, the last movie was good too, but this just had a whole different feel to it. This was um, like the first real rom-com, I feel like. Like we, yeah. we were officially in rom-com. Did you laugh? <laughs> Only because I was so uncomfortable at points, I think. I, yeah, I was like, oh, like more like, oh, like that kind of, it wasn't, did not laugh. Okay. Yeah. Haven't not- had a belly laugh yet. Wow, rom-coms just don't calm like they used to. We're the rom-coms, we're the comms. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, we skipped Pretty Woman because mm. I don't know if we were very excited to watch that movie. Yeah. I don't know. And we just got caught up living our fabulously fun lives. Right. It happens. No, in the episode of Hooch and Hollering, it's not going to be on track. Um, we we live a loose, yeah. A loose schedule. I'm well, about to start. When we first started Hoochin' and Hollering, we were like, we have to record every Saturday. And and now we're like, if we miss them a week. Like, sorry, oh, Monica, dang. Right. What y'all gonna do? Beat our asses? No. <laughs> You'll get these episodes when you get them. Right. I'm like, at this point to do at this point, I'm gonna just put out what we're gonna talk about and we're gonna get to it when we get to it. The only thing we not gonna we need crazy fun lives. We'd be busy. So busy. And yeah, we'd be together, but that's besides the point. We're busy doing other things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So in to all the boys I've loved before, which is a wordy title. title. I get it. And with Um, all the conjections or whatever they call it. Uh, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Conjunction. (laughs) Whatever. Um, So in this movie, we follow our main character, Lara Jean, as she navigates the peaks and valleys of young love. Um, Our girl, Lara Jean, loves. She's a a romantic. Okay. Um, She's had several crushes throughout her short time on earth and has, as most shy young girls do, written about them in great detail. Um, Her little sister, Kitty, decides to spice up uh, Laura Jean's life up a little bit um, by sharing these deeply private and embarrassing letters to all the boys that she's written about um, over the last few years. Um, And naturally all hell breaks loose so now Laura Jean has to fake date one of her old crushes to throw her current crush and sister's ex-boyfriend off her trail. We love a fake dating story. Love- I love a fake dating story. Going into this, I did not, I was not under the impression that it was going to be fake dating. I thought it was just going to be her navigating who she sent yeah. these letters to. I love a fake dating story. Yeah. Shout out Love Hypothesis. This was kind of convoluted. Shout out uh, the Heart Principle trilogy. Fucks with it. I love fake dating. Um, shout another, out. It's another good fake dating. Shout um, out the Duke and I. Oh, shout yeah. out, shout out the Duke and I. Bridgerton. What are you talking about? A lot of books. A lot of books. 
love a fake dating. Love, love, we love a fake dating. We hate the third act breakup. And you know what? It comes. You gotta have it. That's the that's the outline. You can't not have the third act breakup. I've yet to read a Rami Kami book without a third act breakup. So if okay. you have any suggestions of one that just works the whole through the whole way through, I want them to get together and stay together. I don't want them to waste my time with a chapter of breakup. Don't waste my time. Any show where a couple breaks up for any length of time. I skip past those episodes. How I Met Your Mother, I skip that whole part when Lily and Marshall are broken up. I don't care. Which one is Lily? Lily's the short one who was in American Pie. I never seen Red that. Red hair. Oh. See the Indian girl? No Indian girl. You're thinking about New Girl. Oh, what, what show are you I'm talking, talking about? How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about it. New Girl. I don't care. Nick and uh, Jess break up. I'm fast forwarding. I don't give a fuck. They got together in the end? They got together at the end. Nice. Yeah, they get married at the end. Oh, good. Yeah, happy ending. Anyway, love a fake date. Need it. Yeah. Um, So before we dig into the film more, let's talk about today's hooch. Yeah, so this week we're drinking whatever we have at home. Um, because we're recording virtually. I'm having a suffering bastard, which was featured on season one of our podcast, if you're interested. Yep, um, one of the better ones. Yes, it's a fan favorite, super easy to make. Um, you can check it out on our Instagram if you like gin, bourbon, and ginger beer. It's so fucking delicious. It's good, winning combination. Mm. Um, I am drinking, I want to call it like a spritzer. Like it's giving spritzer. It's giving spritzer. I got some cucumber slices in here. So that's not going in my salad tomorrow. Um <laughs> lime juice and a fresca, which in this household we keep a grapefruit beverage. We love squirrels. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all love some squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we are single-handedly keeping squirt and fresca. You have to be. You really have to be. Because when's the last time you heard someone oh, say, fresca. pick me up from squirt from the <laughs> grocery store? <laughs> what? <laughs> squirt is perfect for alcohol. You can mix it with tequila, vodka. Because it's grapefruit. Yeah. It's, it's like grapefruit. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what I'm having. Cool. Very um. Good. We did want to share a signature cocktail we found, and we found a fun one. Um, So the one we're sharing today has a connection to the movie. First of all, it has soju, which is basically like the most popular drink in Korea. I never heard of it. I have heard of it. I think my friend Lou drinks it a lot. It's like a really popular alcohol drink in Korea. Um, We've never had it, but it's basically like like a clear liquor, like a vodka or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, so we're gonna shout out the yogurt soju cocktail. Now you're probably thinking a yogurt cocktail? Disgusting, I agree with you. But yes, that is something that we found. the yogurt that's featured in the movie, Yuck Yakult, 
Yakult, whatever the hell the kid, that stuff Kitty keeps drinking. Mm-hmm. It's a Japanese probiotic yogurt smoothie. It became really popular after the movie aired, like international sca- sales skyrocketed. Um, so we figured it was a good one to feature because it was featured in the movie and it's Korean. <laughs> yeah. So the yogurt soju, it features one ounce of Chilsung cider, which is like Sprite. It's like the Korean version of Sprite. Um, half an ounce of yogurt, so not even like a lot of it, and then half an ounce of soju because it, apparently it's like a really strong alcoholic. I was about to say they don't be drinking in Korea if you put half an ounce of something in there. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we double anything. Any recipe you ever see on Hoochie and Holler, it's doubled. So, um, both of them. South Korea, I'm guessing. I don't think North Korea is sharing no recipes with us. <laughs> I don't think they're putting no recipes online. <laughs> I think they got strict laws around that. Um, so if you end up trying this, let us know. I couldn't find any yogurt on Amazon. It's all sold out. So, oh wow, it's popular. Yeah, it just sent me a bunch of other images of uh, probiotic yogurts, and I was like, <laughs> they say if you don't use this Chobani and get on, are you trying to be regular? What's going on? So yeah, if, if anyone ends up trying it, let us know. Activia shots. <laughs> Jesus, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Well, that's the, you want vodka, vodka yogurt shots? That's basically what it is. Vodka yogurt with some Sprite. Okay. Don't sound like a We won't be trying that. Maybe we'll, okay. maybe we'll get some soju one of these days. Yeah. But no yogurt. So the movie, okay. The movie opens up. Jump in. With our main character, um, Laura Jean. She's having a dream about her sister's boyfriend. Casual. Uh, yeah, and our girl loves a period romance. Mm. And I'm like, oh shoot, like what kind of movie is this? Because going into it, I never, I never watched any of the ads or anything. So I'm going into a brand new today. And I'm like, okay, like what's this about? Like another like, period drama. Yeah, right. She wakes up barely phased by the fact that she's dreaming about hooking up with her sister's long-term boyfriend in the field of desire. So, That's what she calls it, the field of desire. Yeah. So Lorgine's weird. Um, so the Covey family, so she wakes up and the Covey family's having a farewell dinner for Laura Jean's sister, Margot, um, who's leaving the next day to start college in Scotland, which is a very particular place to go to college. It it doesn't say what she's studying, but I have to imagine it's like very specific because why are you going so far away? Yeah. Um, So despite their dad completely ruining um, the traditional Korean style dinner he's preparing, everything seems to be going pretty fine. It seems pretty normal. Um, Margo's excited to leave and Josh, the boyfriend, is super excited to share his surprise. Yeah, that promptly ruins the entire dinner. <gasps> this boy decided to buy a ticket to Scotland in order to be able to visit Margo during Thanksgiving. And the awkwardness is thick. She's just literally, she literally says, you bought the ticket already? <laughs> right, like, is this not refundable? Okay. He's like, what? That was sad. It was. Um, Margo is basically like, hey, I didn't tell you to do that, so let's break up. 
And then we find out she does this solely because her late mom told her to go to college, um, not to go to college with a boyfriend. Which, Which I think I think that's a sound um, sound advice. Like sound advice. Yeah, and that's a strong eighteen year old because I was not that strong at eighteen. Yes, I stayed in Milwaukee for a boyfriend. <laughs> I stayed and I went to a college in Milwaukee for a boyfriend. So shout out Margot. Yeah, strong, okay. strong eighteen year old. Mature decision. Good head on her shoulders. Scott, it wouldn't have worked out. It wouldn't have worked out. That's too far. Too far. They're so young. Might as well. young, yeah. Break up. If y'all get back together, cool. Right. If y'all find each other later in life, great. Right. If you don't, you're 18. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, we oh, this also on rewatch really pissed me off. We find out that LJ liked Josh first. I think that was real fucked up. They were best friends growing up. Mm-hmm. And Laura Jean had a crush on him. But then Margot, big sis, comes swooping in and, and dates him. I thought it was shady. I thought it was shady. Okay. If, if y'all are so close of sisters, you didn't notice, you didn't see, you didn't seem to notice that your, your sister had googly eyes for her best friend? No. You didn't think to ask before you started dating and then wedged yourself between these two friends? A classic. Um, a That's a classic Eliza and <laughs> not Hamilton, not the Skyler sisters. They're the Skyler sisters. They're the Skyler <laughs> sisters. Oh my god! She was like, "At least I keep his eyes in my life." I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying. It's the Skyler sisters. It's the love triangle. Yes. Well. Wow. Um, LJ is such a cutie. Um, we find out about her letters, which these are super intense professions of love mm-hmm. um, that she's written about. She's written these to the five boys she had crushes on since the fifth grade. So we get to meet four boys in the movie. The fifth boy shows up to really shake the table in the sequel. The sequel is good. So you see, the sequel is good. I've never seen it. It's so good. It, it's drama. Well, I read the thing. I read the all the things. Uh, I know he comes in. He comes in. comes in. And that's, the new guy is different. He's recast. Oh. Yeah, the, the, the face they showed at the end of this movie is not him in the second movie. Because the second movie is Jordan Fisher, ain't it? Who the hell is Jordan Fisher? That light-skinned guy? Oh. Wasn't he light skinned? In the second movie, the fifth boy is a light skinned boy. Yeah. Right. He's the new guy. He's the fifth boy. He's the one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're saying it's a different boy in this movie? The one in this movie was a white man. Oh. I didn't even put two and two together. Yeah. That was one of the fun. Good. Shake it up a little bit. Spice it up. Golly. Sucks for that dude. (laughs) They're like, you aren't giving drama. (laughs) So, anyway. Um, Margot leaves and LJ starts her junior year. It's very uneventful. Margot's like, okay, see you guys. Right. The, the, the bye was kind of sad, but I was like, meh. Yeah, they're we, like, is she going to look back? And they're like, no. No. Oof. So, okay. yeah. Um, so, yeah, Laura Jean's pretty invisible in, at high school. She has like one friend, Chris, and one enemy, Jen, which they're cousins. Mm-hmm. So, awkward um but other than that she's kind of just living 
her life. Like she's not popular. She's not disliked. She kind of just, she's a, she's a wallflower. She's a homebody. So, um, but because of her lack of social life, she has no one to eat lunch with on day one of school on, during, on her junior year. Like where's Chris? They must got Chris, different lunch hours. No, Chris left campus to go to Subway. Oh. I'm like, you know, Laura Jean only got you. <laughs> you gonna go to Subway. You couldn't have sent her a text like, hey, wanna come to Subway or? Right. You left her alone on the first day of school, but also it's your junior year. How do you not have more friends or at least acquaintances? Right. Like, can I sit here? Like, yeah, girl. You have no one to sit with. She's up in, there, in the, she's in the library. Eating that loud old carrot. I would have been like out immediately. But also, why are all these children in the library studying day one of school? What? They looked at her like they were in the middle of finals. <laughs> they were like, man, don't you trying to work? Listen. That's why they said, we don't want to hear no loud food. We busy. Right. She did bring out those loud ass carrots. They're like, man, this is The moment she brought them out that bag, I'm like, immediately no. And I was like, also, where's your protein? Like, <laughs> are you, you getting these little, eating these little carrots? That's it? Right. Um, but then I was like, that's how we used to eat in high school anyway. We used to have like one bag of chips and call it. Mm. Lunch. Bitcoin. Thin. <laughs> Thin. <laughs> Thin. Used to think we was fat. Thin. Listen, used to think we were fat. I look back at pictures. I'm like, I look literally like a wisp of hair in the air. I look like a blade of grass blowing in the wind. I was sitting there trying to suck my stomach in. What stomach? You like going inside yourself. Sick. Um. So. In the end, she ends up on the bleachers where she runs into Josh, who has basically been all alone since Margo left, which is kind of sad. Like, dang, Josh, you ain't got no friends either. Um, LJ is in a tough spot. Her and Josh used to be besties. Then she was the third wheel um, for a couple years. And now Josh is, is her Josh is her sister's ex. So what? Wh- where do we move on? It's all very awkward. It's awkward because it's like, okay, we were best friends. But then they dated for two years. Like, that's kind of long. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That yes. is very long. But for now, they're kind of friends with, like, this weird tension between them. I don't know. I like awkward teen romances. <laughs> Love that shit. Um, so the school day goes on without incident, really. It's pretty a pretty normal day. Um, until Laura Jean almost <laughs> runs over somebody with her car because she's a really bad driver. Jenny Han, let's talk for a second. Jenny Han, the author of this book, is Asian. Was it a sound choice to make your Asian lead a bad driver? I don't, I don't know. So the entertainment of white people, like For the entertainment of white people, like that, that could have been something that could have been skipped over, I think. And it was such a big deal that she was a bad driver. Like, right, right. Like, Nala doing, mm, it's it's anti-Asian. It's anti-Asian. And Jenny, you're an Asian. So I think, uh, (laughs) think about that. Um, So yeah, LJ almost runs over this boy named Peter, who we meet earlier in the movie, but we don't talk to a lot. He's one of her past five crushes Mm -hmm. and also the boyfriend of her enemy, Jen. So, you know, just really good, good, um, situation to be in. Um, I had trouble watching this scene because 
I can't stand when the teens in the movie are way too fucking smooth. And Peter Kavinsky is way too fucking smooth. Mm-hmm. When we first yeah. saw him, I'm like, yeah, me blushing. I'm a grown ass woman. Oh, I was like, how old is this boy? He cute. I had to look up. I'm a, I had to look up the actor because I was like, I cannot be lusting after this teenager. <laughs> that man is too smooth. He's 23, by the way, or at the time of filming of this. At the time of oh. filming of this, he was 23. I'm like, this movie came out in 2018. He was he only 23 now. <laughs> <laughs> he was 23 when it was filming, so we're safe. But he's playing a teenager and this teenager is too smooth. We had the same issue in the notebook. Teenagers don't act like that. They're not smooth like that. Teenagers in the 40s was just ready to get married. (laughs) Ready to build a life. Working nine to five for 40 cents an hour. Look at the oil meal. You gonna stay stay home. The oil meal. And raise our six children. And actually just wrap around porch. (laughs) Living the life. Um, so I thought the first thing I thought is why are you backing up into a, any, there is nowhere to back up. I didn't understand that. I'm like, one, why are you driving your little, a child in this car? If your dad and everyone knew you were not confident enough to drive, you should not be on the road. Also, Kitty is only 11. She should probably still be in a booster. Backseat? Boosters yeah. in the backseat. Yes, she before? looks skinny, mini. Yeah. And unless you, weigh unless you weigh like 120 pounds, you're not supposed to be out of a booster. Yeah. And she's only 11. Get your butt right on in the back. Where are the adults? Where are the parents? Yeah. Because her dad was like, look, I got to go to work. So y'all figure it out. Listen. <laughs> Oh, this is another gynecologist dad. Same as the dad in. Uh, yeah, that's funny. 10 things yeah. I hate about you. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so that night, El, um, Lord Jean and Kitty spend some quality time together eating snacks and watching Golden Girls. Um, sounds like a good night to us. Yeah. Very cute. Um, Kitty decides to, you know, eat LJ right on up, telling her older sister, like, she's like, mean, okay. boy. She was like, I'm 11. I had to cancel my plans to be with you to watch these shows. Um, and you had no plans to start with. So that's kind of sad. She said, get a life. Kitty said, girl, you need to go on a date. <laughs> she said, you're 16. It's Saturday night. That's probably what I'll be saying to my kids too. Like, if y'all don't get out this, what are y'all doing? Like, My 16-year-old child is in the house. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> if Evelyn is sitting up at my house, any night of the week, I'm like, you ain't no friends. Real activity. Wow. I don't sound I up. Hey, good out the house. I stayed out the house. Mm-hmm. Booked, busy. Booked and busy every day. I had practice every day. I'm about Some- to be on Evelyn's ass. Like, you're not about to just be sitting up in this house. Mm-mm. I raised you for 15, 16 years. Go, get out. Mm-hmm. I want, this is my time to be alone. <laughs> yep. Um, Kitty decides to take matters into her own hands and it's not revealed until later on in the movie, but I think based on what you see in the scene, it's obvious Kitty goes into LJ's room, finds her letters and mails every last one. First of all, why do you have the addresses on the letters? Why you got the, they addressed that at the end because I felt like that was a key they had to wrap up. Full name, address, zip code. Hi. Why? Why would you do that? Write it and put it in the box. Why would you do that? The full letter? The full, you're not going <laughs> to put the stamp on. And who you think sent them? You know you didn't send them. Y'all thought the Goodwill sent them? Right. 
I was very confused as to how she didn't know who did it. Didn't even have stamps on. So someone you thought that she Bob spent no time trying to investigate who sent these letters out. She like, was dang, just, it happened. She was just like, dang, now all these boys know I like them. She's like, shucks, shucks. <laughs> I would literally kill my sibling if they did something like mm-hmm. that to me. Mm-hmm. Like that's too much. You went too far. You know I'm shy. Um. So at school the next day, all hell breaks loose. Um, first Peter approaches LJ and basically is like, Hey, not going to happen for him to be saying all that. He was talking to her way too long. I'm like, you know what, for you to be, keep saying this back up, like back up, back up. You, you don't like me. Fine. Let me know. And move on. He was so rude about it. Yeah. He was like, I just want to let you know it will never happen. Um, she has no idea how Peter got that letter. And to make it worse, he's being like really mean about it. Um, yeah, it's just never going to happen. And, you know. He was very rude about it. He's very rude. Um, so before Laura Jean has any time to explain, um, she notices Josh, her current crush, the recent crush, the person she actually has a crush on, approaching mm-hmm. with his letter. He's holding it like, like <laughs> I have a letter. This is mortifying. I'm like, what would I do in this situation? I would run. Run. Um, she doesn't run at first. She decides the best way to handle this is to kiss the boy that's standing in front of me who just said he would never want to be with me. Right. Sound logic. <laughs> good, good, good idea. I was, I was very confused. Like, what? Like, not only did you pass out, you made a fool of yourself. Now you're fucking making out with this boy on the ground. Where are the adults? Where are the teachers? As Josh is still walking up with the, like he saw the whole thing play out. So what do you want me to think about that? You passed out. And then she just takes off running. She's like, nah, I'll handle this later. Right. Um, So this is going to make it a lot harder to convince Peter that she's not into him anymore. You literally just kissed him. Yeah. After he said not interested, Mm -hmm. you're like, smooch. As if it couldn't get any worse. A third boy approaches LJ. Her ninth ninth grade crush, Lucas. Um, He's so far the only one who's being very kind about the whole thing. He just returns the letter. is like, hey, sorry, I'm gay. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I knew that. And I'm like, how are you the only person in school that didn't know this man was gay? Right. Also just say, oh, I didn't know. Don't lie. Right. And also when he corrected you, he said, she was like, oh, I like your ascot. And he was like, oh, actually it's a whatever. He's like, it's a cravat. All right. Mm, that man's gay. Um, but yeah, that one dance in ninth grade was so fun. Yeah, I liked Lucas. He's fun. And he's nice throughout the whole movie. Yes, very nice. I like I'm like, why isn't she hanging out with him more? Mm-hmm. Um, she makes herself. She makes herself like that. People who want to be like, oh, I don't have any friends. I'm an outcast. I'm a nobody. They do that to themselves. Right. So they- Laura Jean literally is pretty, smart, funny. Dress- no, dresses, dress down. <laughs> what are you talking about? That girl's dressing every single day. Mm-hmm. You're telling me people don't want to be your friend? I don't believe that. Um, so Laura Jean goes back home. She's stressed as fuck. Mm-hmm. First of all, these letters are sensual. Yeah. I like the little 
like oh the the boy like in her subconscious but, like is in the room with her i'm real confused because i'm like dang why is he just sitting in her room i was like <laughs> calm cool um so yeah josh is in her room but not really in her room she's imagining him in her room and he's reading part of the letter i'm like girl this is sexy <laughs> like your big strong arms i'm like is this ya <laughs> anyway it, this is terrible this is horrible this is terrifying this is the worst thing that can happen to a 16 year old girl in my mind yep. um and to make it worse josh just isn't taking a hint she's obviously avoiding you and yet you come over her house like give her some time give her a break you saw her run away from you yep give her some space let her come to you but if it's one thing the boys in this movie are, it's aggressive. Yeah. It's overbearing. She, overbearing is the word I'm looking for. She should have just told Josh real quick, like, yeah, I don't like you or something like that. I don't know. But whatever. Lie, though. Laura Jean can't lie. She said, I'm not a good liar. No, not at all. Um, so when she finds out Josh is there, she climbed out of her window rolled down her roof fell and then she went to her local diner um which doesn't help because as soon as she gets there peter is there and we're like what this little tiny town this town is small look she cannot outrun these four boys <laughs> who was the fourth um we don't know the fourth oh you're right we don't ever meet the fourth in this one it's only Isaac or Lucas, 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 Josh, Peter. That's it. And then the camp dude that's coming at the camp end. dude. And then the model UN boy. And the model UN boy. You never meet the model UN boy. You're right. Not even in episode three. I wonder if that's a third movie. It is a third movie. You didn't watch it? I haven't watched the third movie. I've only seen the second one. Oh, that one was about 2021. And it's shot in Korea. Oh, I need to watch it. Oh, maybe they will bring in Milo Yuen. Okay. Anyway, um, Peter is still not being helpful or nice. He's still being kind of dickish. Um, he followed her there to one, reiterate that he doesn't want to be with her, and two, threaten to tell about the letters unless she tells him who her crush is. He's being playful, though. Like, he's very playful. I, am, I was like, that's mean. I was like, you're being mean. You see, I'm going through it. I didn't find it playful. I found it irritating. What the hell? She's, she's trying to bear all this trauma, not trauma, but like anxiety. And he was trying to ease it by asking her like, you better tell me. I thought it was cute. I'm like, and also the whole time. I was fuming. I was like, not your business. The whole time I'm like, get out of her face. Cause you already said you didn't want to, you didn't like her. So why are you? constantly in her face that was my whole thing yeah. you have made it abundantly clear you're not interested in me why are you still asking me questions hanging around go away yeah go away i'm going through enough yep so <clears throat> i was kind of glad that lj let him know he wasn't the only one who got a letter yes you could tell it really affected him like damn he, he was like damn i'm not the i'm not the uh, like sole object of your affection He's like, no. You could tell he was really sick about it. She was like, no, I have four other crushes. She's like, don't flatter yourself. Layer day. Right. He's like, <laughs> he was like, oh my God, Laura Jean. He was feeling very salty. 
Um, yeah. I think it kind of knocked him off his high horse. I think it was worth it. Laura Jean, she's very, uh, she's shy, but she's very much like, I'm gonna stand my ground and stick up for myself. I like that about her. Yeah. Um, despite repeatedly letting Laura Jean know that they'll never be together, Peter then suggests that they fake date. He spends all that time. Yep. <laughs> In order to make his ex Jen jealous and then get Josh off LJ's back. It's a pretty um, solid plan. I don't know. I mean, like it will make Jen jealous and it will get Josh to leave Laura Jean alone. Because he does leave her alone for a while. He's just like seething and not saying anything for like weeks. Yeah. Um, But I was just irritated because how dare you go on and on and on and on about how much you don't like me. And then you're like, but let's fake date. Right. Let's do it. Uh, LJ wants nothing to do with this. She's not used to drama or being in the center of attention. So she truly has no idea what to do. But our boy Peter is convincing. He's I'm very convincing. Ahead. He's I'm very like, girl, what you got going on? Right. And then else to do. So the next day at school, she's like, fine, let's do it. Um, and Peter's just like, okay, let's jump in. He makes out with her in front of the whole fucking lacrosse team. And Laura Jean's like, but rules, bitch, because you're doing a lot. She's like, you're doing a lot. Um, Peter, he doesn't want anything to do with these rules. He's like, you know how to suck the fun out of something. And I think this really just emphasized like the difference between boys and girls when it comes to our level of responsibility and like the pressure put on us to be perfect. Like yeah. Origin's immediately thinking about rules that they can put in place to protect both of them. Yep. She's like, someone needs to be responsible. And Peter's just like, I'm here for a, a good time, not a long time, bitch. He said, right. turn up. He's like, He's like every time. Time. He said, I want us to be fake dating, but do everything that real dating people do. Although I would have been like, I would have been like, all right, cool. We do what we're doing. <laughs> he is fine. I wouldn't, been, I would not have been complaining. I would have been immediately, yes. Fun while it lasted. And got my little heart broke. Immediately. That yeah. boy would have wrecked me. <laughs> like, dang, you didn't call me back. You like, you ain't my girlfriend. That's <laughs> literally the situation I would have been put in. I would have been acting like a girlfriend and they would have had to remind me, hey, just to remind you, I actually don't like you at all. <laughs> would have my heart broke. <laughs> um, so now... Those of us familiar with the fake dating trope know that the second rules are brought in, we already know what rules they're going to break. Any they never, rule they state, that's what's going to happen. In every movie of all time, every book of all, every romance book, yes, trope, it, it, they're like, no, rule number one, don't get attached. All Immediately right. attached. Immediately, we're texting every day. Why? Why do we have each other numbered? We don't need each other number. <laughs> which y'all need numbers for i think that um that's so funny because in the love hypothesis that's like one of the rules kind of and they also make a rule to meet every wednesday but at first they don't text each other to like make sure it's actually gonna happen so the main character just shows up hoping that he'll be there she's like we didn't really talk oh <laughs> It was so funny. 
Laura Jean's first rule is no kissing. Mm-hmm. And I'm immediately like, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all about to be smooching. Also, I was like, why not? Why not? You've been writing about it, be about it. Right. Her her rule was because she was like, I haven't had a real boyfriend. She said, I want all my firsts to be real. Oh, okay. Yeah. Y'all have already kissed. Yeah. So... <laughs> So we found it funny that the alternative was letting him put her, you know, his hand in her back pocket. Um, if you saw 16 Candles, which I did not. Um, oh my God, you've never seen 16 Candles? Who was that, Molly Ringwald? Yes. Um, and I see Breakfast Club. It's Molly Ringwald and the guy from... The Breakfast Club? Two and a Half Men. Have you watched that show? Charlie Sheen? No, the brother that Charlie Sheen's brother. Other Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Other Charlie Sheen. Let's not get into it. Let's no, not get into the it. One time I know somebody's name is not them. Nope. Not him. I gave you the dude. Candles is so cute. Oh my God. It's so cute. I used to watch it like on repeat. The guy, date the girl, the yeah. not popular girl. Yeah. She's like, That's not, all that was she's like not popular and poor. Dang, she poor too? Yes. She literally lives on the other side of the tracks. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good movie. Oh my God, I love that movie. <laughs> but, um, so the whole hand in the back pocket thing, that was a thing back in the 90s. That was popping in the 90s, 80s, 90s. Honestly, watching it in 16 Candles, I was like, this is, when I was a teen, I was like, this is sensual. I was like, they are together. I feel I, the only thing I was thinking about is logistically, I walk with my feet turned out, and I also am a bumper. Like, if I walk next to a person, I'm bound to like bump into them. Because mm-hmm. I do the same thing. Yeah. I know we both are freaking <laughs> bumping each other at all times, walking around each other at all times. We can't walk next to each other. Um, Peter is literally so. He's so confused when she suggests this. He's like, put my hand where? Wouldn't you think putting his hand on her ass is more of a line crossed than just like a few kisses? Yeah, because when I first saw it, I'm like, I know he ain't got his hand. His gigantic fucking hand on her ass. Her pant pocket is only uh, two inches big. I'm like, this logistically doesn't make any sense. Like her line her boundary makes no sense yeah you can't kiss me but you can feel me up yeah it's weird um um so whatever they agree to the terms so we've got our fake couple guys let the games begin (laughs) begin it's october and um peter and lj are the talk of the school um, Jen is pissed. Good. Um, Josh is confused and angry. And Peter and LJ are just in their own little world, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And looking very convincing. Yeah. Like they just, and I read that, like they had really good chemistry. Like apparently, I don't know if we talk about this later, but apparently Peter was going to play a different boy at first. Yeah. But they had such good chemistry on set that they made him Peter. The guy at the end was going to play. He wanted to play Peter. Yeah. Um, They had good chemistry. And then Um, they did hot yoga together, 
They did hot tub scenes. Yeah, they were hanging out in the hot tubs a lot. They were very close. Good. Very close. Yeah. Um, also, okay, let's mention for a second, I, this is marketed as YA. That's what I thought. But the sensuality, the sensualness, we have to, there has to be some sort of genre between YA and adult because this movie, I, it's not quite YA, but it's not quite adult. It would, I, when you texted about how sensual it is, I was watching it and I'm like, well, where the, where, where the, where the sensual parts at? <laughs> like I was waiting, like where, where, where the sex parts at? You're telling me the hot tub scene was? That that was ridiculous. That's not YA. Same as Bella and Edward making out in their freaking bed. Yeah, I guess you're right. In a house. That's not very YA either. I feel like I don't know. Maybe I am so far removed from YA, I don't realize what these children are reading and watching nowadays. I'm reading a YA book right now, and they kissed, and I'm like, that's it. I was, like, but they sixteen, like they were sixteen, so I'm like, yeah. I guess that's all I can expect, but. That's all we want. You got to rely on the the fantasy aspect because it's like, okay, Mm. y'all holding hands, y'all hanging out. Like, it's boring. Okay, what really, though, what really had me screaming at when I was watching this yesterday, I screamed several times. I'm like, this is YA. The first time I said it was when when they're in the cafeteria and they're walking in. Peter's got his hand in her pocket. He spins her around. First of all, improvised second of all then he leans down and whispers good job yeah jenny han you're not fooling me that's there are hundreds of videos on tiktok talking about praise kink i not stupid i'm like this is not ya because there's no way a 17 year old boy is gonna do some shit like that yeah it goes back to my point about these teens being too smooth they're more adulty than we were though I feel like they're just way more adulty than we were in high school. Yeah, maybe. Why nobody spinning nobody down the hallways? I'm like, where are the adults? I'm like, where are the teachers? We see not one teacher, all kids. You only really saw the Lord one teacher Jean's with dad. Lord. You saw Laura Jean's dad and Peter's mom. Those were really the only adults who saw the whole movie. We saw, which I thought was the author. It was the Asian lady at the at the sixth grade at the seventh whatever ninth grade dance huh. it was an asian lady um dancing while she was chaperoning while they were I doing thought maybe that was her mom but her mom died when she was nine so it doesn't make any sense oh maybe it yeah. was jenny han maybe she did a little cameo i thought it was her i was like oh is this a little cameo because they were the camera was like right on the lady that's why i was like oh the the angle was kind of weird yeah, like from could have been i don't know maybe not so yeah so they've been dating for like two days and lg lj is already trying to break the rules um they're actually they're contractually obligated to go to parties together and she's like no not doing that and i'm like dude why not you rather she's literally so boring i'm like a party like come on go luckily her dad was like no you're definitely going and um the first time I saw the dad, I text Mo immediately and said, who is this white man? I know him from somewhere. And it's Aiden from Sex in the City, which we love. It took Aiden. me halfway through the movie until I realized it. I was staring at him like, nope, he's somebody. He's somebody. He's I somebody. loved Aiden in Sex in the City. Po- oh. The post-it breakup. 
Aiden was great. Also, I'm happy he didn't end up with Carrie because he, you know, Carrie didn't deserve. Carrie is insufferable. Yeah, <laughs> that bitch is insufferable. She deserves to be alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Anyway, they get to the party and they do their little cute pictures in each other's phones. So, so precious. So precious. So, so precious. At that moment, I'm like, this ain't fake. This is real to me. Oh, they. They quickly crossed over into fake date. They crossed over into real dating territory very quickly. Just um, almost immediately. That night, what was that day three? Whatever. Almost immediately, I'm like, mm, they're together. They don't even realize. They're making a contract. I'm like, this too cute. This too cute. Like y'all are together. Yeah, you guys are together. Um, so they get to the party. No one's paying them any attention except for Genevieve, who is like. This bitch is with my man. Even though Jen broke up with Peter to be with some college boy. Right. What? Anyway, Jen is seething. She's she's a true mean girl. Uh-huh. Um, so like why Laura Jean decided to go sit by her? Like out of every place in that house, you go sit directly by Genevieve. But you know what? Despite... Laura Jean being a wallflower, being a homebody, this bitch loves drama. She loves some drama. She lives for drama. And I feel like that's why she went to go sit down over there. She was like, yeah. let me, let me, like, let me stir the pot. Let me play my role. She's like, oh, actually, Peter's getting me a drink. <laughs> my man. Also, they weren't drinking. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. They're drinking kombucha. He was like, kombucha. No, Laura Jean had a beer. She said, oh yeah, she said that b- this beer is kind of vinegary. Yeah, he mm-hmm. had kombucha because he was driving. We love like, a responsible king. Right. I was like, look at that. He said, I don't drink and drive. Right. He said, not I even got, he said, I got a life in my hands. He said, tipsy driving is drunk driving. Listen, buzz <laughs> driving is drunk driving. Yeah, buzz driving. Talking about. Um but. yeah, Jen is she's giving you know she's giving the drama um they start talking all this stuff about lj and peter um about how they probably haven't even done anything i didn't know what none of them acronyms was i'm like you she was like hmp hmq i'm like what the fuck does any of that mean right i'm i was with uh lj like girl i don't know pnb i'm like pnb and they were like oh she probably wants a little like a cup of milk to drink and I'm like, girl, let it go. Cause your, your comebacks are tired. Literally. Like, <laughs> she's not even good at being mean. Yeah. She was, she really wasn't. I'm like, you the weakest mean girl ever. I really could just push you. <laughs> like you got mad. Cause I had on combat boots. Like, first of all, those boots were cute. You walk up like, <laughs> I was dying. I wrote in my notes. Cause I was dying. La- she called her shoes government issued. And I was laughing. That's the calm. There that, it is. That was a good, that was a good dig. She said. <laughs> she was like reporting for duty or some shit. I was like, that's funny. Government issued boots. That's what I wrote down in my notes. <laughs> Government issued boots. And I was laughing. That was a good that dig. Was that was a good um, dig. Really quick. Um, her letters were very pretty. I wanted to say that because that was a note. Oh, yeah. She and took then, her time. She really, they were really pretty. Um, and then they also, I think this is a point, A lot, it was some good music points throughout. Hmm. Like really good, like songs and stuff. Damn, even I, I didn't don't pay know, attention. 
<laughs> I didn't hear any, I didn't know any of the songs, but they were like perfectly placed. I wrote that down. So it must have been a song. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So our girl LJ might be boring. She is. Um, but she ain't scary. She handles herself very well. I think she's very calm. She's just like, I'm just gonna wait for Peter. No problem. Gotta be mad. Jen was big mad. Um, so since Jen's unable to get under LJ's skin, she decides to go harass Peter while he's in the bathroom. And again, I ask, where are the adults? Also, this bathroom looked like a restaurant bathroom. You are rich. I'm like, Their this bathroom got multiple stalls. Like, why does it stall? Their homes are ginormous. I'm like, what the fuck? This is a rich people town. <laughs> so... Jen very obviously like just wants to affirm that she can still control Peter. She like she's not really interested in him anymore, but wants to know that he's waiting around for her. Yeah. And Peter's dumb ass allows her to do it. Cause they dumb. Dumb, young, in love, stupid. Mm-hmm. She also, and this shit, this shit had me heated. She takes the scrunchie that LJ gave to him and he just lets her. He just lets her take the scrunchie. And this is after LJ's like, hey, this scrunchie is really important to me. I, it's my favorite. Yeah. Don't lose it. He's like, yeah, no problem. And then you just let another girl take it. That makes zero sense. Like that was fucking stupid. And it made me hate him. Yeah, me too. Because that was dumb. Um, after the party, they stopped by that rinky dink diner that apparently is the only place to hang out. <laughs> They've been there They're not several- hanging out nowhere else. Yeah. And it is here where we hear Peter say the literal meanest thing we've ever heard. Um, He's going on and on about Jen. And then he tells LJ, quote, Jen is gorgeous, but you have better style. Like, that's rude. And also stop talking about your ex. He basically said, said, you're not as cute as her, but at least you can dress good. I'm like, first of all, I'm cuter than her because she ugly. Period. Um, yeah, I would have walked out like, all right, fake date, Second no. Of all, stop talking about her. Yeah. So LJ, and she calls him out on this. She's like, yes. are we still talking about her? <laughs> like, like, he's like, she's like, you're obsessed. She's like, I might not have had a boyfriend yet, but you're obsessed with your one and only girlfriend you've ever had. Yep. She's like, get a life, mm-hmm. Peter. Um. Oh, and actually the style comment wasn't the actual worst thing he said that night. He also admits that him and Jen basically talk on the phone every night still. Huh? First of all, you have a fake girlfriend. People think she's your real girlfriend. I guess so I was- How is that gonna sound? I was confused as to why have a fake, yeah, why have a fake girlfriend if you have an in already with talking to her? It made it seem like he cut, he, she cut him off completely. Right, they still were- very much attached talking so why do you need me and if you're trying if your reason for fake dating was to make her jealous then you shouldn't be talking to her mm-hmm. you're trying to manipulate her and right. you're not doing a very good job you're being <laughs> manipulated peter <laughs> peter's dumb he's freaking dumb yeah um it's here we get the first of many heart to hearts in this movie there's a lot of heart to hearts man they really laid it on thick her mom died well, yeah we know they said it <laughs> <laughs> they this is the point. <laughs> like, get over it <laughs> not even get... 
You know, you ain't got nothing else going on in your life. I might have to bring out a little bit more. You wouldn't have to bring this up in every conversation. No, I'm kidding. Jesus Christ. LJ admits that she's never had a boyfriend because she doesn't want to risk letting people get close in case they leave her, which also, is- they made it seem like her mom left. That's what it, sound, that, that's what it sounds like when she's like, I don't want to get close to anyone because they could just leave. Your mom didn't choose to leave. Yeah. Your mom didn't choose to leave. She died. But I guess this is just like her trauma response to the un, like the unexpected death of her mother. She was only nine. So yeah. She's like, I can't get close to anyone because they could just leave me. Even though her mom died and had literally no control over it. Um, we also find out that P's dad dipped on him and started a whole new family. That man said, I'm going to get some milk and never came back. Yeah. Um, which he, Peter admits, Peter admits, he's like, it's not as bad as like your mom dying, but it's still pretty bad. He's like, I, he's like, I can connect with you. He's like, my dad's still alive, but yeah. he's like, I'm good dad to us. So he's, he's dead to me. Hate him. Yeah. <laughs> So afterward, while LJ was getting ready for bed, you could tell she's starting to have feelings for him and vice versa. They were texting or whatever. And I'm like, didn't he call her Bay? It was like Bay or something like that. I'm like, wow. He posted on Instagram like Bay with Bay or something. Yeah. He's like, Bay, you're so funny. (laughs) Like, oh, God, they're so cute. I love that Instagram confirmation. Like post me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be on socials. So I'm like, I'm happy James doesn't post because when he does, it's on you. <laughs> oh, so I'm like, I like that. That man only oh. posts you. <laughs> His Instagram is for me. He said, in case y'all forgot, I have a wife. <laughs> He's I'm married. <laughs> Taken. Um, it's November now. Time is flying. Um, despite Laura Jean claiming they wouldn't need to fake date that long, they seem to be settling in and it looks like it's going pretty well. They're basically dating. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Because <laughs> y'all really don't need to spend this much time together. Right. At all. Right. Uh-huh. Y'all really only should have been he- holding hands during school and then going about your separate ways. Exactly. And y'all are hanging out a lot outside of school. Each other house. I'm like, uh, Jean, I was like, not the family dinner. Oh, Jen ain't here. Josh, what is, Josh, this, what is this show for? The Josh thing ended after the first date. First of all, when Peter came over there that first day, to and they drive, see each other in the driveway, and then he was like, "Oh, so you uh, talking to Laura Jean?" He said, "Looks like it." What about it? What I was like, "Oh, this is tense." hanging out his jeep what you driving what you got in my notes i was like not these two 16 year olds being territorial like right neither of you have any claim to laura jean no but i love it uh they were all puffed up puffed in the chest i'm like i would have been looking out the window like yeah i was like (laughs) this is fucking fantastic i was like fight fight ever like love this for me (laughs) oh no love it um speaking of josh he's down real bad he's down yeah. he's going through it um he has yet to talk to lj and he's just silently seething because he does not approve of this relationship with peter um so for someone who just got out of a two-year relationship with a sister i feel like he should not want laura i think so 
he goes to her house to confront her. And I think, and it happens a little bit later, but as she's like trying to walk away and be like, we can't talk about this. I think he tries to say like, had I known you liked me, I wouldn't have dated your sister. But yeah, she kind of cuts him off. Don't. She's like, don't say anything. Yeah. Because it's too fucking late, Josh. Yeah. Like, but he goes to he goes to the house to confront Laura Jean and it goes really, really, really badly. Mm-hmm. Like really badly. So bad. Um, so these are, you know, they're territory terri- territorial. Yep. and mean both of them so both these boys are fucking mean uh josh basically spends the whole conversation berating her for dating someone like peter and goes on and on about what a good little innocent girl she is first of all don't tell her who she is second she doesn't owe you anything um and okay they're if obsessed she's with her being like this little cute little innocent girl yeah. Laura Jean's like i'll cut you <laughs> And also, her letter was two years ago. Um, and she's obviously avoiding you, so take the hint. Take the hint and don't be mad at her because she doesn't, she's not interested in you. I don't know. Both those boys are yeah, a little hot-headed. Um, yeah, they both feel like this weird sense of ownership over you, which mm-hmm. Peter's starting to like her, so I can understand that, but Josh has no right to feel that way. You ain't got nothing going on. You dated my sister for two years and now you want to act like what? We could have been together? Too late. Um, but at the same time, we can understand. Like Josh is going through it. He lost his girlfriend and his be- best friend in like a month. Yeah, his point of view, we would have been like, Laura, terrible. She horrible. Right. right. I did think that. I was like, Laura, mean. Yeah, <laughs> um, when- after she does some stuff, I'm like, girl, no. I, She's you, a little you, selfish. She's a little selfish. I'm like, no, you want to act like you all good and stuff and you ain't. Right. She's not even considering the fact that, again, he lost his girlfriend, lost his best friend. And then he gets this like bombshell of a letter and is given no explanation. She's just like, I'm not going to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Yep. So I can understand why he's mad, but you need to come correct when you're talking to my girl, Laura Jane. How about okay. that? Yeah, so she isn't really thinking about Josh. She's basically like, sorry, you can't talk. Hope you feel better. Um, she's busy fake dating Peter. Um, as a fake relationship, you wouldn't think dinners with a parent would be on the list of requirements, but somehow they're doing it. And Laura ends up at uh, Peter's house with his mom and little brother. It's very intimate. Yeah. This scene is also just so cringy because how do you forget your son's girlfriend's mother is dead? Yeah. He definitely told you that. Like, she's like, Peter's mom's like, oh my God, your mom must love having all girls. And you can see Peter, he's like, fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> he literally wants to evaporate into the air. He's like, this goddamn dummy. No wonder dad left. <laughs> but Laura Jean, Laura Jean handles it really well. She says basically like, it's nice when people just act like she still exists. Like they forget that she's gone. Like they just talk about her like it's normal Um, because they don't really do that at home. Yeah, at all. Like they've yet to, they've yet to talk about mom, like the dad, the, you know, so. Yep. Well, they said, no, I, no, I don't think they said anything about her. Uh, I thought she was alive at first because I thought the oldest was the mom. (laughs) 
you did ask me like how old is this girl <laughs> she's playing an 18 year old but she was 31 uh, she that's what i thought she was the mom looked haggard no she you don't look 18 mom. she don't look 18 she looked like she was going to for her phd <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um you're leaving her family guys <laughs> Gonna go get my doctor real quick. From the further to the further school, leaving two kids behind. Yeah. Um, so they talk a little bit more about my um her mom and Peter's Debbie dad. You could just feel them getting closer. So we just want them to give in. Just give in and date because there's literally no reason not to. It was at this point, yeah, we're like, why not just date? Like, yeah. I just don't like Peter, you like Genevieve that much? Mm, did you? Like this does not have to be a fake relationship. There's literally no, no, nothing keeping them from just re- regularly dating like two teens, two normal teens. Yep. They're doing it anyway. <laughs> so it's December, the month of the infamous ski resort. Time is flying, boy. It's only four months. <laughs> um, Rada kids lose their virginity at yeah. this resort. That's basically what they go to do. Yep. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it was like a lacrosse team thing. It seemed like all the kids in the school went. Right. I really didn't understand. Um, but all is not well between LJ and our boy Pete. Um, Laura Jean and her friend Chris happened to overhear Peter and Genevieve discussing their future. Like yeah. Genevieve's like, is she coming on the ski trip? She's like, that's our thing. First of all, y'all are broken up. Right. What and so Peter's like, we're not together. And Jen's like, I might be single by then. Oh my God. She's so horrible. She's She's awful. So horrible. I can't get over it. (laughs) Um, LJ's in a tough spot because at this point she does like him, but she can't really act on it. So, or so she thinks. So she decides to vent to of all people, Josh. And I I thought it was one of those illusions. Cause I'm like, why are you talking to him about it? Someone you ain't talked to or so weird. Yeah. Um, and he like, I don't know what you want from me. I'm miserable. He literally is just like, mm, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to be friends now, and it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's too tense. It's too sticky between them quite yet. And then, after hanging out with his ex, Peter has the fucking nerve to be mad at Largine for talking to Josh. Right. He like sees him in the hall. He's like, Largine! Like, first of all, don't raise your fucking voice to me. You can't be talking to him. He's like, what are they going to think if they see you talking to another boy? Bitch that we are teens. We have friends. What the fuck are you talking about? Y'all are not together. (laughs) That's what it boils down to, y'all. Not together, first of all. Second of all, she's allowed to have friends. The bitch only got two friends. You can't take one of the two friends away. Yep. These boys in this movie are toxic. And this is, I'm, in my notes, I wrote a lot. Like, they are really playing teens very well, which is why I thought they were actually teens. I looked them up because I thought they were actually teens. So I was like, they are they are hitting the teenage, like, experience too well. Mm-hmm. They're not that far removed from teenage years, but um, they're not actually teens. <laughs> um, LJ is at this point, just like over being stressed about this. She doesn't like that Genevieve's being a dick to her. She doesn't Mm -hmm. like lying to her family. So she's like, let's just break up. 
She's like, this is, has gone on longer than it needs to. And Peter's like, no. no. <laughs> He's like, we're together. Thank goodness Peter was fighting for them. He was fighting for them. And Lord, <laughs> Lord James was like, you're being weird. He's like, his only reasoning is like, the ski trip's coming up. That's not a good enough reason. Nope. Go with someone else. Right. You hook up with Genevieve. Right. Like y'all have both accomplished what you set out to do. Jen's jealous and mm-hmm. Josh feels rejected. So what are you holding out for, Petey? Yeah. Like, and I feel like in this scene, he he's very obviously like, we can't break up because he doesn't want to break up, but he's not going to say it. He's trying to make her say it. Yep. Because he's like, what, 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 what do you have to say? What are you thinking? Like, no, you say what's on your mind, sir, because you're the one begging to stay in this fake relationship. So yeah, they neither of them will admit that that they like each other, but it's obvious and there's no reason for them not to be together. At this point, you're annoying me. Yeah. What's what's rom-com without some good miscommunication? Yes. Um, Despite trying to break up with him, LJ ends up on a trip with Peter. Well, she's kind of ignoring him, which is kind of mean, but she's there. So, because I'm like, just sit next to him. You're first lead. He didn't sit next to him. And I literally saw red. I was like, you are being a real bitch, Laura Jean. Yep. It was so sad. And then later in the hot tub, he's like, I bought all these snacks. He's like, I bought your fucking Korean smoothies. <laughs> he's like, I wanted to sit by you, bitch. <laughs> um, oh, this is a really funny part. Daddy Covey, he drops Laura Jean off. He's like, let's talk sex. Yep. Laura Jean's like, oh, boy. Mm, pass. She's like, mm, I'm good. He's like, you know, you gotta be careful. Don't be a teen mom. Like, you know, and she's literally like, I'm, it'll be fine. And then he passes her the ginormous, the most ginormous bag of condoms I've ever seen in my life. It was Amazon a whole package. Amazon. He got it delivered prime that day. <laughs> Fucking 3,600 condoms. He's like, thanks, dad. She's like, in case I want to have sex with you. got them too. She's like, I'm going to take these just in case. She's like, in case I want to have sex with the whole school. Yeah. These will come in handy. Um, which I think it's actually a really good idea. Her dad sent those because they get to the ski lodge and it's fucking wild. Yeah. There's not one adult. They left one of the older children in charge. Is he a senior, a junior? They yeah. left him in charge. Kid. They left him in charge, gave him all the room keys and said, make sure everyone goes to their assigned room. And he's like, nope, sleep wherever, bitches. <laughs> what? Where are the fucking adults? Where is one, just one adult? One. It's ridiculous. Just one person that is over 18. <laughs> yep. It's uh, fucking chaos. It is chaotic. Uh, we love LJ so much. She is committed to doing her own thing and mm-hmm. reading romance novels, wearing face masks with Lucas while everyone else goes to ski. I would have been out there for the pics, but I'm, we you know. Talk about, no, we talk about that all the time, about going to a ski resort just to take some pictures in our gear and then spending the rest of the time hanging out. Yeah. because I will definitely- not be, I will not be skating. Ski- I might try a little one, but I'm not about to be out there all day. I will do it just for a few pics. Yep. Like you got me? All right. I'm just not doing it. say I did it. Yep. I'm spending the rest of the time indoors with a book. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. They- heart to hearts in this movie um lj doesn't know what to do about peter she likes him but will not make the move because she thinks it's one-sided 
she's literally never been rejected before but is terrified of rejection yeah and lucas i love lucas so much he's like it's it's painfully obvious that peter's into you yeah he's like i bet you any money he's downstairs in the hot tub waiting to be right now Ooh, I was nervous. That part had me nervous. I'm like, oh God, please don't let it be him. And I thought it was going to be him and the girl. Oh and yeah, that would have that would have shook some shit up. Yeah, that then that would have been the third act breakup. Yeah, we do get that though, eventually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Lucas is just like, take a chance. You're too goddamn young to be acting like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes downstairs. And Peter is, in fact, waiting in the hot tub all alone. Um, and Laura Jean has gone down there in her nightgown and nothing else. Yep. And listen, where are the adults? I keep asking it until someone gives me a legitimate answer. I need a legitimate answer. Where are all the fucking adults? Anyway, Peter, he's in this hot tub. He's, he's, he's actually pouting. He's pouting. He's brooding. He's so he's cute. Brooding. I'm like, yeah. oh, he's so sad. Oh. Um, yeah, this whole scene, way too sensual to be YA. Sensual. I was literally screaming. I was like, this is not YA. I'm like, this the position y'all about to do? Because this is really not YA. This is not a YA position. This not I'm a like, this is so sexual. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I haven't watched this movie in years. So I was rewatching and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Very so good scene though. LJ plays dumb and is like, why are you so mad? I didn't sit with you when you got to sit next to Jen. And Peter is like, I wanted to sit next to you. You know, you're it. He was like, for you to be so smart, you really are dense. Dumb. He said, you're fucking thick. <laughs> um, although in, in Laura Jean's defense, he has not openly said he likes her or anything. That's true. He has not been open. So she shouldn't assume their plan has changed. Right. Why would she assume that? So they then stare into each other's eyes for an uncomfortable amount of time, in my opinion. Far too long. They were staring way too long. And then Lara Jean decides to get into the hot tub in her nightgown. And my first thought was, I hope she packed another. No, she got in the bed with that same looking nightgown on. Cause I that was that's I the same thing. I was like, how to get dry? I was like, what did how did it yeah? Did you take it off, put the in the dryer quick? These are how- the things we think about in our late twins. Yeah. We're not, we're not thinking about how just like hot this scene is. We're like, now she's all wet. <laughs> now you're hot and cold. You're cold. You should be cold. I hope you brought back up pajamas. Maybe all of her and then I said maybe all of her pajamas look the same. Or white, yeah. Maybe that's what it must be. Had to be. Um, so yeah, they are, yeah, it's really sensual. Making Um, out in the hot tub. Yeah, it looks like they're together now. The next day, LJ gets on the bus and the whole bus claps, Mm -mm. uh, which is embarrassing because they just all assume that, you know, they all had sex or whatever. That's why they're clapping. Yeah disgusting yeah he Um, should have stepped in and said all right guys enough right he kind of just was like "Eh, they're just they're just that's what they do to couples they do such a man response yeah so whatever they get back home and genevieve's hating ass who was on the trip despite 
I think it's a lacrosse trip. So why is she on the fucking trip? I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't seem like that was just the annual trip. Maybe that's a lot what of people. Is. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. So whatever. Genevieve's hating ass comes up to Lara Jane. She's like, I gotta start some shit. She's <laughs> like, you guys are seeming too happy to me. Um, but it turns out the shit that she tells LJ was very fucking important. Yeah. It's revealed. Uh, it's revealed that Peter, after leaving Laura Jean, after they fucking made out in the hot tub and doing whatever the hell they were doing, spent the night in Genevieve's room. Yeah, mm, I don't like that. Uh-uh. Like, why are you sleeping there? Give me a good answer quickly. Yep, quick. Why would you do that? Yep. Um, also, Jen has her scrunchie. Here's the scrunchie thing. We knew the scrunchie was going to come back. Scrunchie's going to come back. LJ is livid. And we love that she immediately, she immediately confronts. She didn't just, say, she didn't say like, oh, I'm not talking to you, you know, and give him the silent treatment. She said, this is why I'm going to ask you two questions. Is this, this, is this, this, and you know, this is true. Okay. He was like, all this those are facts. She was like, I'm not driving in no car with you. She said, I'd rather walk, bitch. <laughs> I don't know how far her house is, but. Yeah, they are major offensive offenses. So Peter has got to sweat a little bit for it, but I don't know. You know me. I'm like, hear him out. <laughs> yeah, I do know you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what he got to say. <laughs> he might have a good reason. You never right. know. He's right. a nice guy. Hey, a scrunchie, you a scrunchie, you gonna, you gonna mess up all this over a scrunchie? He slept in another girl's room after making out with, why didn't he go to Laura Jean's room? Why didn't he explain this? He, she should have let him explain this though. Well, Laura Jean too strong, too strong willed. <laughs> so LJ returns um, home and her house is looking like a goddamn William Sonoma. Yeah. It's it beautiful like in that bitch. It's yes. so much stuff in that house and in her room. It's goddamn beautiful in that house. I need a, I want a bigger house. Um, oh, also her big sissy's back from Scotland. Merry Christmas, surprise. Um, this is simultaneously really great and really horrible. It's great because LJ, like this is perfect timing. She needs some sisterly advice. She has no clue what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. It's also horrible because she's been avoiding Margot for three months now. So she has some explaining to do. Yep. Um, this next scene, I said it's hilarious. It's actually very uncomfortable. And I think that's what makes it so hilarious. It's great. This was the best part of the movie. I was like, the whole last little bit of this movie from here on, I was like, the drama, the drama. Like, this went from zero to a hundred. Like, this is fucking dramatic. Yeah. This is a teen drama. It's, yep. So um, Peter comes over and he demands to be allowed to explain himself. So basically, he said, you know, he said, she, uh, he went to Jen's room to really end it, like just to really end it. Um, And then they were up late. Then he tries to reassure, you know, he tries to assure that LJ that there's nothing going on. She's not trying to hear it. She also doesn't want Margaret. No, Margot. What's her name? Margot. that's how you spell Margot. I'm like Margaret. Who's Margot? Who's Margot? Which which Margot. character? Right. I'm like, who is this? Uh, she doesn't want Margot seeing Peter, so she's trying to like rush 
him away, but Peter won't leave and get entitled. He must be heard. That's the jack in him. Peter's Peter is 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 shirred. He's yeah. sure in his choices and his movements. He's like, no, I'm gonna say what I need to say, and you're gonna listen, lady. And then Josh comes in, eavesdropping because he's living next door and don't got nothing else to do. He sounded in like some fucking guy in a western. He was like, like "You gonna come out of your house, getting in our business?" Over he said, here. "This town ain't big enough for the two of us." Please. <laughs> here he come talking about some. She asked you to leave, and I would be like, "You stay out of this. Go back in your you home." Called him buddy. Yeah, I'm like, "Are you 40? <laughs> he act like it. He ain't got nothing to do. No friends. Don't hang out. These, kids, are, these kids are boring. Find you some business." So Peter loses it because he's convinced himself after seeing Josh, like, oh, you were so quick to, you know, give up on me because you just want to be with Josh. You fucking love Josh. This is what this all boils down to. He's pissed. Um, so he goes off on Laura Jean and just like says all this shit, basically lay, lays it all bare, which is horrible timing because Margot happens to come outside right at that exact moment. Yeah, wow. She's like, you love my boyfriend? First of all, ex-boyfriend. That's why y'all back together, Miracle. Like y'all back together. Saying that's past. You're not saying past tense. Ex-boyfriend, you haven't even talked to him. Yeah, you ghosted him. Broke contact. No contact. Yeah, not not. I don't love your boyfriend. I loved your ex-boyfriend. Right. So now all of the secrets are out. Her sister knows that Laura Jean's into her ex-boyfriend. Josh knows that Laura Jean still likes or liked him. Yep. And we have a huge ass mess on our hands. It's it's spiraling out of control. Uh, even worse, someone recorded Peter and her making out in the hot tub last night. This is when I was like, oh, it's getting fucking juicy. I was like, now she got a sex tape? Not a sex tape. Like, I literally, in my notes, I wrote, not a sex tape. <laughs> yeah. Because this is ridiculous. This is getting out of hand. Is that necessary? This was just an added layer that didn't probably need to be in this. Drama. Yeah. The drama. Miss Han was like, you know what? Let's really shake the fucking table. Right. I wonder if this was in a book. Let us post it all over Instagram and share with everybody in the school. So despite getting backstabbed by her her younger sister, Margot helps her and assures her that it will be okay. It's a very tender moment between the siblings, really cute, which is was really surprising to see since they, you know, have some boy drama. Um, this is also the same time when Lara Jean learns that Kitty's the one who released the letters. Yep. And she's like, I will fucking kill you. But yep. it's too late. Like, the deed is done. Way figure, done. Figure your shit out. You got to make some decisions, Lara. Yep. So Margot is somehow able to get Instagram to take the video down, like, within a week, which mm-hmm. is pretty impressive because I feel like social apps never give a fuck about stuff like that. Like, right. reporting stuff. Every time I've ever reported something, they're like, we don't think that this is a big deal. So <laughs> like you can either block the person or shut up. Right. Like, why don't you block them? Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you care so much. Right. You don't like it? Well, well stop following them. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, this really can't be on the internet. <laughs> um, but our girl, Laura, Laura Jean is still going through it. Apparently when she's really yes. sad, she cleans her bedroom has been a mess this entire movie. Um, this is the first time she actually cleans it. So her family is worried. 
the whole movie, her room was a fucking mess. Hot mess. How do and you she, work in that? She was like cleaning up for the Goodwill too, and it still was a hot mess. She was just moving piles around. Yeah. Like, like you in this box, really? Literally. God. That's why she thought, she was like, yeah, probably the letters did go in the box. She's like, I just picked up a clump of clothes and put them in there. Wasn't it, make sense. Didn't even look through the clothes. Um, so yeah, they're so worried about her that Daddy Covey decides that him and his girl need a little QT. So he swoops in and finally decides to parent because he's been real hands-off so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, good, go to a party, bye. Right. He takes her to, you guessed it, the fucking diner. Um, town diner. Yeah, the town diner. They have a very, very, very sweet heart to heart. Daddy Covey talks about Mama Covey, who literally this is the first time he's mentioned her, the whole movie. Yeah. Um, so apparently the mom was free and fun loving. She was the life of the fucking party. Um, you can tell Daddy Covey is really impacted by her death um it's been seven years but he's still really impacted by it yeah and that's just evidenced through the fact that they don't really talk about her right um he says like it's too sad to talk about her yeah and i bad. probably should have she's like no dad you're fine <laughs> um but he reflects on how doing that was not best for his daughters and he apologizes but he also points out that lj has been the happiest when she's you know, she's been in quite some time and she needs to figure some stuff out. Yeah. Uh, despite having, huh? He's just like, I don't know what happened, but just right. made the right decision. He's like, figure it out. He's like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. Right. You figure it out. <laughs> so uh, actually, he doesn't parent. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all I got to say is you were happier. So you put two and two together. Oh my God. Despite having no real resolution or idea of how to solve her problem she sucks it up and goes to school um everything seems pretty normal and okay until she gets to her locker where there's a screenshot of the photo hanging and i'm like dang they wrote in sharpie on her locker this is real bullying yeah and again where are the adults again first of all i work in a school ain't no way i'm gonna see a big group of children and not go up into that shit and see what's going on yep those I'm kids like, were they were blocking the hallway. Yeah. Where are the adults? We have our teachers stand in the hallways during transitions. Keep an eye on these little hoodlums. Yep. Cause who got the time? Who was doing that? Who had the time to write that and put them pictures up? Where I know this school has cameras because it's a rich people school. Yep. yep. Y'all have cameras. cameras. So this scene again, the fucking drama. So Lara Jean is obviously furious and she openly and very loudly confronts Peter in the middle of the hallway. She's like, everyone thinks we had sex even though we didn't have sex, I didn't have sex with you. (laughs) Which, good for her, call it out. (laughs) She knows the girl in the situation gets the shit end of this stick. And she's like, you're not gonna make me look bad. She's like, I didn't have sex with you. She's like, I'm a virgin, okay? She's like, I might've let you kiss me, but that's it. Three minutes to the sky, girl. She was screaming. I'm like, oh my God, this is so dramatic. Um, so cherry intact. Right. She's Burn. like, I know hope. She's like, I know hope. She's like, I don't have sex in hot tubs. You're gonna have to wine and dine me, bitch. What are you talking about? 
So Peter lets all those fucking nosy ass high schoolers know that nothing happened. He's like, okay. He like makes a public service announcement. announcement. He's like, hey, everybody in the school, <laughs> nothing right. happened. And if y'all keep talking about it, I'm going to beat your asses. She was like, good job. <laughs> he said, next time I hear it out of someone's mouth, I'm slapping them. <laughs> yep. Chris so, is like, good job. Big, strong man. Love that. Right. She's like, all right, good effort, dude. <laughs> um, he tries to talk to LG again. And she's like, sorry, I got to go handle this problem on my own. She's like, you know who did this shit. So, hey. I was an advocate for slamming her head on the sink. It was nobody in there. She could have did it quick and both. Sierra literally texted me. She's like, I would have had to slam this girl's head into the sink. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Open, it was an open opportunity. At least she, she ran up on her like she was about to fucking beat her. She ran up on her. her she could have shook her up a bit. She could have pushed right. her. She could have, you know, like. Arm, just right. a little bit. None crazy. None to report. Just like, all right. Just all right. Scare. Game, game's over game's <laughs> over we're not do- <laughs> done playing you're doing you cross the line let's, let's get the scrunchie back let's let's get my scrunchie back give me my shit <laughs> stay off my man okay we're done um so jen obviously has no true friends because she unloads all of this baggage baggage onto lj she is still holding on to this sixth grade spin the bottle game i I literally couldn't believe it. Girl, what? This is your this is your villain story? Because this, this is the fun. root of the problem. Yeah. So let that go. We don't we don't like a closed mouth kiss. Yeah. In a basement because y'all was playing spin the bottle. From when we were 12. Yeah, let it go. Okay. I can't She's stand like, Genevieve. You knew I wanted to kiss him. I'm like, so? Literally, who fucking cares? It was spin the bottle. The game of spin the bottle is literally by chance. I didn't do this shit on purpose, you dumb airheaded bitch. And it's four of us playing this game. What are the odds? The odds are not good. And I'm not about to kiss this boy. So Lara Jean, um, she keeps this confrontation momentum going by then going to Josh. She's like, I need to have another heart to heart with my man, Josh. She admits, um, you know, that she should have been more open and explained herself. She's like, you know, you're the first boy I actually liked. Yep. You're the first boy I actually knew. <laughs> um, yeah, she just kind of lays it all bare. Yep. She also tells him about the whole plan, about how it was fake. And it was her rule that they would never say anything about it. Cheated. So you can't keep your fucking mouth shut. And this is the second person she done told. She she told Lucas. Listen, told, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you telling everybody? I'm like, so you don't want it to be a secret? Yeah. Um. So Josh has finally calmed down and begin to understand L LJ's point of view. It seems like they're finally on good terms. Yeah. Um. And he's getting over Margot, which is Thank good. God. Thing. Thank God. Um. Also, can we discuss how LJ's rule? Yeah. <laughs> This whole thing with her blabbing about her fake data thing. She She's likes like, we can't drama. tell anyone and then immediately tells everyone. Yep. Drama queen. I bet drama uh, Jake queen. ain't telling nobody. What's his name? Peter. You keep calling him. You keep calling him Jack. Jack. You yeah. texted, I like Jack. And I was like, mm, who's Jack? <laughs> like, no, Jack. 
I had to look back at my notes like, what is his man name? <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> oh, we get another super cheesy part. Mm-hmm. It's really adorable though. Um, Kitty, Kitty is, she is bored because she's in everyone else's I'm like, business. girl, what are you doing? She's in everyone else's business, messy. So she's taken it upon herself to save all the letters that Peter was writing LJ this entire time. Yeah. Um, it's like, literally so reading them? She was just she, like, I guess she was just tossing them because remember she like the day that they go to the party he's like didn't you read my letter she has no idea what about the party oh yeah that's true yeah he's not reading those letters fine she didn't want to fall in love with him you still fell in love with him you dumb bitch (laughs) um so I don't know I thought it was so cute it reminded me me and my boyfriend in middle school used to write letters to each other and they were so cute we would like fold them up really intricately Mm -hmm. um I low-key wish I still had them um but I burned them all in a cleansing ritual my sophomore year of high school really? I was like I, I get, gotta get rid of this baggage <laughs> I was trying to like cleanse my soul so we could be friends <laughs> so I burnt them all <laughs> I kept them all in a shoebox and now I regret it because they were so cute um you need those you know I I like to hold on to things from a man you don't even know where he at to hold on to things. I have whole boxes full of cards, birthday cards, Christmas cards. <laughs> I, I, I have. I, I still have notes from people. I have a note from Gabe from like sixth grade. That's nice. And you could show Evelyn one day. Like, look, mom got notes. Right. I wish I would have kept. That's what I'm saying. I wish I would have kept the love notes. Like, listen, I was a hot commodity. I had men writing me poems. It would have been like, see you at locker six. Actually, I had twelve-year-old boys writing poems. It's not as. <laughs> It's not as romantic as it sounds. Tell your kids to recreate them so you can say they were uh, from You're this st- from ninety five. You're stupid. <laughs> um. So I don't know. The letters are cute that Peter writes. They're adorable and they prove they prove his feelings for her. I think it's pretty obvious for her. Yeah. So Laura Jean's like, I gotta get my man. She's like, all right, be right back. So she finds him. She takes the time to drive. We know Laura Jean can't drive. She drives slowly to school. Anybody that is uncomfortable with being behind the wheel don't she need to be behind nobody's wheel. Be behind the wheel because there's no reason you're driving that slow. Nope. It's the open road. There's no other cars. I drove here. I'm like, okay. Right. He's like, mm. she's like, yes. I have something to tell you. He thinks it's going to be like some profound confession. She's like, I drove. He's like, please leave me alone. <laughs> so yeah she finds him and she's like i have a letter well she doesn't say that he sees the letter snatches it from her and is like you know what actually you need to read this to me yep you want me to know what it says you need to read it yeah um so then she's like okay turn around because this is embarrassing she starts to read it and then she's like actually now it's awkward turn back around <laughs> that whole thing. i'm like what is this she's doing too much yeah just read what you gotta say say what you gotta say what you have to say this movie could have been 20 minutes less <laughs> you know me they'd be wasting time in movies that's how i felt at the Some very of these end creative when- shots they were doing i'm like what that's how i felt at the end when they were walking off the field i literally wrote my notes they're gonna be walking for a long time <laughs> that field was so big the credits start going they were still walking i'm like y'all could have cut this i not even have play <laughs> um so yeah, she's basically like, I like you. And Peter was 
you know, always the chill one was like, I love you. I thought she was going to say, I love you. Then I was like, well, I see, I feel like it's not. You're 16. She's like, I like you. He's like, I, he was like, I love you, bitch. I'm in love with you. I'm never going to let you go. It's never. Oh I want to know. I just want to know what happens in the third movie. I need to watch it. I didn't know there was a third one. I'm invested. They're going to college. So now they got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And then I think she was in, she was on family vacation in Korea. Okay. Yeah. I need to watch that. Um, so yeah, they kiss and they're officially together, like not fake dating, which is great. Nice. Um, I also loved the parallels between, so at the beginning of the movie, it starts in the field of desire yep. and, she, and then at the end, she's in another field. She's like, I didn't ever think it'd be this type of field. Right. Bitch, she, where do you think you're about to find a meadow? This isn't a fucking that. romance novel. <laughs> right. This is pride and they pride and prejudice all that grass they was up in. They was walking on them rolling, rolling hills <laughs> <laughs> through swamps. Boots muddy, hem <laughs> destroyed. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, that was the movie. So cute. Yeah, was, it was cute. I loved it. It was very cute. I like I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might read the book very very far down the tbr i have so much other stuff to read let's not even put more books on the fucking tbr because i no, can't i was like oh i was gonna buy it today and i was like you know what i can't commit to no more books i'm not gonna read this i'm it's gonna be on the shelf with the other 35 books on the shelf that i gotta read <laughs> i will watch the movies though because they're good <laughs> and i'm like well now i know what happened so i don't know if i need to read the book that's and true the bridgerton books are all Someone was complaining about the Bridgerton books. I was dying laughing. She was like, I'm on book seven. <laughs> and I tell your butt to read all seven of them books. I feel like, do I need to read all these books? I don't know. She was like, they're all the same. I was dying laughing. Oh, like, I did see that. I did see that. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, I'm like, every last one is enemies to lovers. Like, dang, it's all enemy to lover fake date. Is all of them? Is she? Is different ones, but they all, they all have like, I think all of them are in, enemies to lovers. Okay, but well, yeah. So anyway, we got the Viscount who loved me coming up. So that season about to be good. I can't wait. I don't know about that book, Enemy to Lover. He shaved his sideburns. Yeah, he looks a lot more handsome. <laughs> so each episode, we're going to decide if our leading couple should have gotten together or stayed together yeah so or not or not because let's be honest some of these matches or are horrible um looking at you noah and Allie. yeah horrible (laughs) or mince each other because they're they're both annoying uh this week we're staying we're um saying our leading couple laura jean and peter should be together i think it was a good match yeah i like them together um the jock smart kid thing usually works but he's also a hopeless romantic so that's really yes oh, that man is a, he's like i'm a relationship guy yeah it's what i but do i was really worried about this movie because the way i thought it was going to go to begin i thought josh was going to play a bigger role like she was gonna mm. end up falling in love with josh. i'm like oh shoot she gonna end up and maybe in the book it he does play a bigger role Cause I'm like, what is, I don't, I guess I didn't understand the Josh thing um, that well, or not didn't understand it, but 
I don't know. I didn't know where, which way it was going. Yeah. Once I first look at Pete, look at Peter. I didn't think he was going to be the, the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, and we couldn't. Well, it was no other yeah, option. Good looking. Yeah, I'm like I first first glance. I'm with Peter. What Peter got to do with this? I'm with him. He's a winner. And like the fake dating thing, I'm like, okay, he's just the person. Until they sat together and did the, did the contract, I'm like, oh, he's just a person that's like gonna be there for a minute until she's really with the per- person she's gonna be with. And I'm like, no, this is the guy. I thought, it was, I thought it was just like a really interesting choice to make Peter a jock and like really meat heady. But yeah. like you said, a hope was romantic. Yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, so yeah. We didn't, Laura didn't have any other options. Like, Nobody else. Y'all, got to, y'all got to be together. They said, um, Josh or. How the turns table in the second movie, let me tell you. How the turns table. Um, I heard about it. Yeah, it's good. Unfortunately, I saw, I already looked, read the thing for the third movie. So I know. It's even bad. more drama in the second one. And let me tell you, our boy Peter, possessive. Oh. Clean. Well, we kind of knew that. She was like, I need to breathe. Our jeans is only his second girlfriend. So <laughs> uh. that's tough. So next we're gonna share our favorite moments from this movie to all the boys I loved before. Okay, I added two again. So my favorite moment is when Lara Jean stands up for herself at the lacrosse party when mm-hmm. she's fucking handing it to Jen, but real subtly, just giving some real subtle fucking mm-hmm. drama. Um, she plays it super cool and she definitely gets under Jen's skin. I fucking loved it. Um, yeah. also when Peter spins her around by her back pocket. Very cute. I was gonna oh put that as my favorite until you had it. I was like, let a man do that to me. We're getting married. Very cute. We're together. Yep. Um, my favorite moment was her reading the little letters from Peter mm-hmm. uh, that her sister saved in the fabric box. They were so cute. Yeah, little kitty just wanted to write some of her wrongs, but also I think she was saving them before they found out she was she sent the letters. But yeah, it might have been it might have been some guilt there, but it's just showed because it seems like uh, Laura Jean didn't know her worth, and she seemed like no one no one ever writes me the love letters. And I'm like, girl, you got a whole man thirsty, you you know, so whatever. So she felt loved in that moment, so that was good. Um, so, uh, since we're living in the rom-com world for a while, we thought it'd be fun to award each film's outstanding character, Sweetie, of the episode. So this week's Sweetie is Lucas. Thank you. Happy Black History Month. (laughs) Black boy joy. Yep. He's the only nice boy. He's really nice. He's the only one who consistently looks out you know looks out for lj and isn't trying to put some claim on her some wolfy claim on her <laughs> um, you're having with that that was a deep question <laughs> he also just like exudes joy the yeah. scene of him and lara jean at the ninth grade dance when he's talking about his cravat to the lacrosse party where he's just having a fucking fun time 
Um, and then during the ski getaway, he's like, I would love to do a face mask and gossip. Like, mm-hmm. that sounds amazing. He's just so lovely and chill. And it was just like a really, his character was a very nice reprieve from like all the drama the other teens were causing. Yeah. He's just living his life chill. Cool. So cute. Uh, love Luke. Um, the runner up was Daddy Kobe because he's like a good dad. Um, he wants his daughter to experience life, have fun. Um, he also wants them to understand like safe sex mm-hmm. and their sexual health. He raised some good daughters. He raised, because they're good. They're just good girls. And they're Aiden has aged smart. well. He's aged well. Aged well, yep. And look like some fine wine. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, he was a runner up. Cool. Um, so uh, also, yeah. So this season, we're doing things a little bit differently. Um, we have dug up some interesting things about the rom-coms we're watching. Yes. This is going to be anything from like the life of the actors to the history of the filming location. Um, pretty much anything we find interesting about the behind the scenes of the film. Yes. Um, unfortunately, we said half of these during the... We did. Okay. But that happened, I feel like that's happened in the last couple episodes because we're just the the fun facts are fucking interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um so these facts come from L magazine as well as um another publication I cannot remember. But I'm sure L had it listed somewhere, all these facts. <laughs> uh <laughs> so the cute little buck pocket scene between Peter and LJ was improvised. It was really the chemistry. Cool. Um, it goes to show that Peter's a true romantic his character he would lean into that character and um, that whole little thing came from 16 Candles which was extra cute because in the movie they decided that's what they're going to watch per contract the pocket scene is just fucking a masterpiece masterpiece yep Um, most of us already know this um, but the book or the movie is a book um by authoress Jenny Han. This movie is based off of an idea that Jenny had while riding in a cab. Um, the, also, the author also uh, used to write boys she dated. She would write them long letters, kind of like how Lara Jean did, for closure. So um, she also stored them in a hat box and never sent them, and luckily didn't have anyone send them for her. Like, so. <laughs> I dress them like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> um the Covey sisters um all have meaningful necklaces. K- uh Kitty has a feminist necklace, Margaret. Margaret. This name is throwing me for he a loop. Like, Margaret. Like Anthony. Took me for you go. We had to keep spelling it Anthony in the script, otherwise you said Anthony every time. <laughs> well, what's the real name? Not Anthony is spelled Anthony. Got it. Like Anthony from Queer Eye is spelled Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so Margot, she had a key necklace, and then LJ had a heart because, um, that was the key to the heart, like that. But then Margot changed necklaces throughout the movie. She had an Aries necklace. Oh, she was she, an Aries. That explains so fucking much. Yep, she had an Aries when she leaves for Scotland, and a compass necklace when she came back home. The Aries <laughs> representing breaking free and a compass signifying coming home oh that's deep jesus um right. lastly make, make that up and she just has some random necklaces on maybe 
Uh, lastly, we there was supposedly a Halloween party in the book where Lara J dresses up as Cho Chang and Peter dressed up as Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Um, this scene doesn't happen in the movie because of licensing issues, but that would have been fun. I think Halloween, like any, like when you think of Mean Girl, like any like Halloween party is just fun. Everybody I didn't know that fact. I would have liked to see her dressed up as Cho Chang. That's funny. Yeah, I was like, dang, not Cho Chang. But, not Cho Chang. But if you're looking for Asian... Um, That's know, the only representation you get in a book, sweetheart. Jane Shi up in uh, Ten Rings. Because <laughs> who else? <laughs> Wong from Doctor Strange. Like, oh. One of the, what's the, what's the movie? Mordecai, not Mordecai. I thought you remember, when you said Wong, I thought you were talking about Wong from SVU. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know this stuff racist because they be giving people the same name just the same name and i know like they have like a few names mm-hmm. but like damn let's shake it up shake it up because i know a lot of people named me jason so <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that's okay like his name um <laughs> So that's our show for today. Um, Thanks for hanging in there with us. We are excited to talk more rom-coms with you. We have another really good one coming up. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, So if you're you're watching along with us, we'll be discussing the classic How Stella Got Her Groove Back next week. God, so Um, excited. Watch Tay Diggs TikToks in preparation. Um, I'm going to tweet Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs follows me on Twitter. I'm going to tweet him our episode. Why is Tay Diggs following you? I don't know. He's been following me since I, like since like 2012. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Couldn't tell you. But he follows me. So I'm like, hey, Tay. That's hilarious. Hey, Tay, we're talking about you on this episode of our podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch this movie. I haven't seen this since I was real. I haven't seen it in a long time. So I'm excited. Literally. This is the one I've actually seen. This is the first one. And it's very yeah. timely because Tay... Diggs is really popping online right now. Yeah, hilarious. We're ahead of the curve. He's so uh, funny. So that'll be out next week. So be sure to tune in um, Thirsty Thursdays for more hot takes and delicious cocktails. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify Podcasts. Subscribe and rate us five hearts. <laughs>